0: extraordinarychurch.ca podcast where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen.
1: Now with that being said, let's go ahead and jump on in. Look at the 138th Psalm beginning at verse 1. I will praise you with my whole heart before the gods I will sing praises to you I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth for you have magnified your word above all your name in the day when I cried out you answered me and made me bold with strength in my soul and by the help of the Holy Ghost I want to preach this thought to you this afternoon, a problem for your problem a problem for your problem would you lift your hands and put your bible down or your smartphone or tablet and lift both those hands and just help me pray father in the name of jesus we love you we exalt you we're so thankful for what we feel in this place god i pray that you would anoint me with the type of anointing that makes ministry effective god i release the gift of faith in this house today do whatever you want to do we'll give you the glory the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Would you clap your hands unto him? (laughs) Praise God. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. A problem for your problem. It's official. I am slowly becoming that guy, that guy that I did not want to become. There was a time where I was adept and very familiar with technology but my 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 how things are changing. We have a smart TV, we have tablets, we have all of those things as I'm sure most of you all do. I'm not quite sure why they call it a smart TV, but it certainly can make you feel dumb. I want to call the thing a dumb TV, but I I can remember just not too terribly long ago we were watching something on uh, uh Amazon Prime Prime Videos and I don't know all of the features. <laughs> And so we were watching something and Lincoln said, push the x-ray, push the x-ray button. And, you know, I guess in this x-ray, it will show you different components of the film or the movie, the cast, et cetera, et cetera. Well, everybody knows if you have a smartphone, you use your app, there is an X. Uh, And so I was pushing the X. Oh, I have it backwards. I can't. I was pushing and it wasn't working he's telling me I've got even right now it's not working he's like you've got it backwards all I know is I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing and I shamed my kids but I realized I am not that guy I don't know I'm becoming that guy that I never thought I would become there's something about technology today it's growing at a rapid pace and it's good to have powerful things it's even better if you know how to use those things can the church say amen I want to remind you today, I've told you before, I'm, I'm not diverting from what the Lord has laid on my heart. I'm just giving you a different angle for us to be able to address some things because I do want you to know, I don't ever want you to forget that God has given you a weapon and that weapon is known as praise. Does anybody love Jesus Christ today? I mean, do you really, really love him? You can't live without him. Is there anybody that's thankful for him today? Is there anybody that knows I wouldn't be here if it weren't for him? Is there anybody that knows he is their provider? Is there anybody that's willing to give him adoration and praise without provocation, without cheerleading, without coaching? Is there anybody that loves God with all of their heart in this house today? Praise God. Praise God. See, praise is a way of life to a child of God. The psalmist said, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So from the moment we start breathing, we should start praising God. See, praising God is normal to a child of God. It's as natural to a child of God as, as it is to babies who like, or, or to politicians who like to kiss babies. It's as normal as two people in love holding hands. It's as expected as the sun rises and sets. Praising God is powerful. When Israel went to fight their enemies, Judah went up first. In other words, Judah means praise, so praise went up first. Moses, atop the mountain, lifted his hands in praise to God. His praise brought victory in the valley below. Praising God is pleasing to him. Do you know that Revelation, in the book of Revelation, it sees our prayers and our praise ascending, if you will, as a fragrant of smoke of incense before God. He loves it when his children praise him. Now, here's the thing. You know, is there anybody who's too proud? Is there anybody that's too bashful? See, praising God is our life. Oh, we are here to worship him. And here's what I want you to understand. Praise is not a fast song that we do at church. It's not some weird words. It's, uh, I want you to know, praise is like a state of mind. It's a way of life as a follower of Jesus Christ, where just the mention of the name of Jesus, just by praising him with what he's already done, who he is and how he has the power to break us free from chains, praise is that natural. Praise, it has the power to get every demon in hell running. Praise is so powerful, it can change anybody's life, especially if you know Jesus today. I come to propose to you this afternoon that you need to learn perhaps, or maybe relearn what we call praise. Because praise is so powerful that it can be a problem for your problem. Now, I don't know what your problem is. But I do know that praise can have an impact on your problem. If you have a problem called self-esteem, praising Jesus for who he is and who you are in him can be a problem for that self-esteem. If you struggle with addiction, praising God for who he is and the power he has to break the chains over your life can be a problem for that addiction. If you have a problem with looking in the mirror and seeing who you used to be rather than seeing who you are in him, praising Jesus for saving you and his saving grace can even change what you see in the mirror. Praise can be a problem for your problem. And maybe today, just take a moment and ask yourself, am I using praise like I'm allowed to use it? Because it's more than coming to church and doing a little Pentecostal bounce I don't know what that is but I just felt like I don't know but it's more than that it's more than just some happy Christian adjective I remember back in the day I didn't grow up in church but I've been around long enough where they would look at people and be like oh they're getting happy they get excited they run around that's a happy church if you will it's more than just that It's a moment as a Christian when you can face down anything that is in your face and you can literally say, I don't know what's going to happen, but Jesus Christ, I'm going to give him my praise for who he is in my life, what he means to me. I don't know what the future holds, but I'm going to praise the fact, praise him because I know the one who holds the future and his name is Jesus. Here's what I want us to understand. We're talking about revealing some things and God has been peeling back some things for us. And we see Satan for what he is. But I want you to know that God desires to be praised everywhere. Y'all weren't ready for that. See, God desires to be praised everywhere. Not just at church. As a matter of fact, did you know that church is not a building? Do you realize if you study history that the early church never had an actual church building? That got started in almost 300 AD. Do you know what the church is? (laughs) A group of people that have been called out, you are the church, I am the church. Black, red, yellow, white, brown, old, young. We are the church. We praise God everywhere we go. You don't just praise him when you come to church. See, that's part of the problem. We don't come to do church. We've come to be the church. We've come to be the church. So guess what? We praise him in our car. We praise him in our home. We praise him in the driveway. We praise him going to work. I'll even praise him on the subway or on the bus. I'll open up my mouth and give God glory. God desires to be praised everywhere. And if you feel that way, you ought to give him praise. Come on and magnify the Lord with me. I'm here to tell you, your situation at home might change if you give him praise at home. I'm here to tell you, your situation might change in your marriage if your marriage begins to praise him. I'm telling you, praise is a problem for your problem. See, God desires to be praised everywhere. I want to show you a psalm. I'm going to read the whole thing to you because I want you to see it. Look at the 148th Psalm, beginning at verse 1. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his host. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you stars of light. Praise him, you heavens of heavens, and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For he commanded and they were created. He also established them forever and ever. He made a decree which shall not pass away. Praise the Lord from the earth, you great sea creatures and all the depths. Fire and hail, snow and clouds, stormy wind fulfilling his word. Mountains and all hills, fruitful trees and all cedars, beast and all cattle, creeping things and flying fowl. Kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all judges of the earth, both young men and maidens, old men and children. Let them praise the name of the Lord. For his name is exalted. His glory is above the earth and the heavens. And he has exalted the horn of his people, the praise of all his saints, of the children of Israel, a people near to him. Praise the Lord. Everyone, everywhere should praise the Lord. God desires it, He loves it, and I'm telling you why we feel something in this place. You want to know why extraordinary church is different? Because we give God extraordinary praise. He inhabits the praises of His people, and that's why we feel the presence of God like we do. see I don't ever want us to get it confused and let me just be clear we have you actually have more room than you think I know in this COVID-19 environment I am not suggesting you do anything that would cause you to transgress COVID-19 protocol I'm not suggesting that but you can give God praise in your six-foot bubble For those of you all that are on the front row, you got a little bit more than six feet. For those of you in the back row, you got a little bit more than six feet. For some of you in the middle, you might that might be all you have, but you have enough space to give God some praise. You can give God a clap. You can stand to your feet. You can open up your mouth and shout unto God. You can bless him because he alone is worthy of praise. You might not be able to shout, but you can... You can clap. You might not be able to clap, but you can stand. You might not be able to stand, honey, but you can bless his name. Whatever you do, praise the Lord. Praise God. I know some people that say, Well, Pastor Akeel, it just didn't take all that. Just why you gotta get so excited all the time. First of all, let me just tell you isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting, the moment somebody passionately worships Jesus Christ, people kind of throw a little side-eye to them. But nobody thinks anything of that when they go to a game. And they'll be at a soccer match, will be thousands of people. Or a, a basketball, match. people who wear costumes and masks, they'll take their shirt off and paint their entire upper body red for the Toronto Raptors. and and they'll cheer and they'll go crazy and when people put the camera on them boy they really act up they like oh but the moment somebody wants to give God praise at church and the camera ain't on them But I'm telling you, honey, the eyes of heaven are on you. And Jesus says, I'll stop everything right now to let my child know that I'll visit with him or her. I'll I'll make myself manifest in their presence. Somebody ought to give God praise. Don't ever forget that Satan's fall began with a lack of praise. See, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I want to talk to you about two guys really quickly. I hope to get through all of this, but I want to talk to you about two guys really quickly who have done the right thing, but they're in the wrong place. And you've, you've probably been there at some point in your life where you feel like, man, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing everything I can, Melissa. But you know what? How did I get here? You ever felt that way? This is exactly what happened. I want you to check this out in the book of Acts chapter 16. I'm going to show this to you in the message, which is a paraphrase of the Bible, okay? Not a translation, but it's a paraphrase. But I want you to hear how they take basically uh, the scripture and expound upon it a little bit more so that we can have a better insight perhaps or a more vivid Uh, account of what takes place look at acts chapter 16 verse 25 along about midnight paul and silas were at prayer and singing a robust hymn to god the other prisoners couldn't believe their their ears okay then without warning a huge earthquake the jailhouse tottered every door flew open and all the prisoners were loose now why is that important Because I believe sometimes our world wants to hear what you're shouting when things aren't even going well. They know what Christians shout when we win the game. They know what Christians shout when we win the award or when things are going good. But apparently those who are bound are listening even when you're in the similar predicament with them. In other words, you know what? I believe the world is wondering, why are you giving God praise during the midst of COVID-19? Let me tell you, listen, but check this out. Check this out. I want you to understand the power of corporate praise. There's something, now, I, I, get, don't get me wrong, I don't have time to talk about this, but I believe in praising God all by yourself, and we're going I may or may not get there, but there's something powerful about corporate praise. Our praise together is so powerful that it can break the chains off of somebody else's life who doesn't even want to be free. Okay, let me give you perfect case in point. You ever seen somebody come to church, and you could tell they won't be there? You like, ooh, because people worshiping, they like, and that person just like I mean, you could even with the mask on, you could be like, ooh. They just got that scowl on their face. And you like, well, I'm just gonna praise him anyway. Yes. And you just praising God, and you next thing you know, other people just praising God, and man, people, and then that person. Like they're getting angrier. And then, what you see, and you're just like, well, I'm just going to keep on praising them. And next thing you know, you look. And then you look, and they're breathing hard, but then you see their tears. You see tears streaming down their face. And you wonder, what's, what's going on? See, this is what happens. Look, look, look at Acts chapter 16. Watch this. Startled from their sleep, The jailer saw all the doors swinging loose on their hinges. Assuming that all the prisoners had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do himself in. Figuring he was good as dead anyway when Paul stopped him. Don't do that. We're still here. Nobody's run away. Why is that important? Hear me, hear me. Because when you praise Jesus, it can give you a love for somebody else that you would not have typically had. Let me explain my point a little bit. Praise gets the attention off of yourself. Praise puts the attention where it belongs on Jesus Christ. And when we lift him up, the atmosphere begins to change. That's why you could be worshiping God right where you are and somebody could come in here bound attitudinally they can come in here bound by addictions they can come in here bound by something that somebody has done to them and all of a sudden they feel the presence of a living god who is touching them and ministering to them and they don't know how to respond and all they know how to do is cry but god understands the language of those tears and god begins to break through and before you know it they don't know what else to do but to lift up their hands and begin to talk to god themselves and begin to give god praise i'm telling you your prayer makes a difference we should also praise god in the midst of the world's gods david said before the gods will i sing praise unto thee apparently david was surrounded by people who worship their own gods but david said it makes me no difference all your gods are idols but my god made the heavens and earth While I'm in a strange land, I will worship God before you, O Lord, is what he said. I'm telling you, you need to understand that God is worthy of our praise. And there are people that are looking to a whole lot of things. And yes, let me just tell you, I'm just going to get ahead of myself. I'm going to preach to everybody today. My young people, young adults, everybody, moms, dads, elders, I want you to know, yes, I realize We have created gods, if you will, out of Hollywood, and we've created gods out of athletes. We're listening to all kinds of stuff, but can I tell you, God is worthy of our praise. I believe God is raising up a group of people that are a part of the extraordinary church family who are willing to give God an extraordinary praise. Not only in their homes, not only in their vehicles, not only when we're together, but every ounce of their being, every time they're awake, they will magnify the Lord. I believe God and I'm prophesying with all of my heart proclaiming this I believe with all of my heart God is raising up a group of young people and young adults who will worship God with all of their being who will say God is worthy of my praise who will magnify the Lord who will not care what their neighbors think, but lift their hands unto God they'll shout unto God they will make a stand and say for God I'll live and for God I'll die I know it might not be popular but I want to encourage our young people now is not the time to give up now is not the time to throw in the towel now is the time to elevate your praise and say god i'll bless you god i'll keep you god i'll serve you be willing to give god praise be willing to give god praise can i tell you i learned a long time ago i'm gonna get in y'all's business i'm gonna get in trouble i learned a long time ago let me just give you a problem for your problem you, especially young people, but really just everybody. If if you are looking for a breakthrough and you like, because here's what we do. Let me just be let, can I can I be like really transparent for a second? Here's what we do. We we'll be like, man, you know what? Pastor, I'm struggling. Pray for me. You know, I just first of all, I, I understand the heartbeat of it. I understand the heartbeat of what you're saying. Don't misunderstand. You want somebody to come along with you and pray. Absolutely. I'm glad to do that. But during the whole time, you know, you're coming to me after church. Pastor, pray for me. I'm struggling. Whole time at church. you like. Whole time doing praise worship. You like this. One of the reasons why you're struggling is because you're not praising. You might be mad at me. I don't want you to be mad at me. I'm telling you this in love. I'm not trying to beat anybody up. But I'm telling you, if you would get over yourself and give God praise, even when you don't feel like it, because praise is not a feeling. Stop letting your feelings lord over you. As a matter of fact, you don't feel like going to work, but guess what? You go to work. You don't feel like eating something out of the refrigerator often enough, not, but you eat it out of the refrigerator. I'm telling you, you might not feel like praising God, but he is God all by himself, and he's still worthy of praise. You give God the praise to his name. I'm telling you, you magnify him. If you would do it, whether you're young people, whether you're young adults, whether you're elders, it makes no difference. Magnify the Lord until the walls fall down. Magnify him and stand on his promises. You know what you believe. You know who you are and whose you are. You belong to him. Give him the glory. See, praise is a problem to our pride. Oftentimes, you want to know, I've told you all this story before, and I'll just close. I, I haven't even gotten to most of my notes here, but I want, to, I want to stay within my time limit. But praise is a problem to your pride. You all have heard me tell this story before, but most of the time, the reason why we're not getting the breakthrough God wants us to have, you need know, it's because we're not praising him. It's pride. Seriously. pride. Now, you think pride you know, doesn't have to necessarily be arrogance. Sometimes pride can be self pity. Pride is just frankly anything, and pride is so uh, offensive to God. The Bible says He resists the proud. That's just it. But He's uh, let me let, let me just uh, here's why I want want you to just kind of understand how this works because it's kind of like um, nobody is going to get to heaven. And not give God praise. But hear me, not like a five-second praise. Not like a five-minute praise. It is nothing but a perpetual praise party. As a matter of fact, the Bible, it's just kind of like after we kind of catch our breath, the scripture says, like there's like this quick moment where it's like... And then it's like, whoa, Jesus is worthy of everything that I can give him and then some. And we just cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord, perpetually for eternity. So logic would say, if that's what you want to do for eternity, if you're saying you want heaven to be your home, then you might as well get as much praise practice on earth. you might as well begin to clap those hands. You might as well begin to open up that mouth. You might as well begin to sing unto God, not because you want to, because He is God and He's worthy of the praise that we can give Him. Whether you're sick in your body, praise the Lord. Whether you have money in the bank, praise the Lord. Whether you have a a job or not, praise the Lord. Whether you got the grades that you wanted or not on the exam, praise the Lord. Whether you can sing or not, praise the Lord. He alone is worthy of praise. And somebody ought to give God glory in this house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise makes a difference. So I'll tell you this story. Now I'll, I'll begin to wrap up. I was going to say, musicians, you can come, but you're already here. I can remember I, I was at home, and I was by myself, and I thought, um, I love loud music, and I can remember the Lord told me, turn up the music. And I was like, man, I'm going to turn it up. Lord knows I love loud music. And let me just help you, by the way. Uh, let me just, man, I'm meddling today. <laughs> Young man. It does matter what you listen to. It makes a really big difference what you listen to you I I need you to know you there is uh, in the spirit realm did you know that music is not man-made it is spiritual and therefore since it's spiritual you need to understand that you can't see it it's a medium and it will connect you to one or two things, one of two things. It'll either connect you to the presence of God, and this is gonna mess some of y'all up. But I got plenty of proof for this, or it'll bring you into the presence of the Prince of Darkness. Now I know some of y'all are gonna get upset with me, but I'm telling you right now. You, let, let me just give you an example. Let me just give you an example, boy. Now, uh, I grew up in this. I grew up in the states, and let's. Uh, I could I could play a song right now, and let's say I started playing some uh, some Luther Vandross. Boy, y'all be like. Immediately, you start having flashbacks. You're like, oh <laughs> yeah. boy. That's, I'm just being real. Immediately. Immediately think about things you got no business think about. Want to be with people you ain't got no business wanting to be with. I'm meddling today. <laughs> and you know what? We think we can we can listen to that. Or whomever it is. I'm so clueless with what's happening today. I feel like if I say Beyoncé, I'm culturally relevant. You name them, you can listen to that, but you think you can listen to that. And then switch, and then all of a sudden get into the presence of God. It's not how it works. Because what you don't realize is that music that doesn't glorify God glorifies something else. And it's building a wall, it's building a stronghold in your life. And a stronghold is something you can't shake. And that's why some people, you can come and they feel the presence of the Lord, and others are like, (laughs) they're bound. This is what happens when you listen to stuff that doesn't glorify God. So, you got to be careful what you listen to. This is why, you know what, there is, like, back in the day, now I'm not going to front. I'm just being brutally transparent. Back in the day, uh the music wasn't as diverse. Christian music wasn't as diverse. But now, every conceivable genre is out there, and it's so good, and it glorifies. This is why, if you're wondering what you should be listening to, this is just a plug. You need to, like, listen to the EC's Extraordinary Sounds playlist on Spotify. Just go right to the app, play it. Just some good songs. You'll know what we're worshiping to. It'll bless you and encourage you. You need to connect that way into the presence of God. That will help you. Now, let me just switch from that. Now that you, you know how to clean inventory, because we all want to grow in our walk with God. We want to experience extraordinary life in Jesus. And so we have to make mature decisions sometimes, and that's one of them. We need to, as the scripture says, lay aside every weight and sin that does so easily beset us, trip us up, okay, and run this race with patience. So, pride. Pride is it. Now, music is the only spiritual thing. It's the only thing that's not man-made. Lord tells me turn the music up and so I turn it up turn it up loud and he says I want you to shout hallelujah to me and immediately nobody was in the house it was like if our house was this big and all of you all were gone I literally ran around the house knowing I heard from God and I was like mom you home I knew she wasn't home I was like uh my brother's name is Khalid I was like Khalid you home My sister's name's Camille. I was like, Camille, are you home? I knew they weren't home. Came back downstairs in my bedroom, and the Lord was just waiting on me. He was like, "Mm mm-hmm. You know why you didn't do it? When I told you to? And I I didn't know the answer right then. But he was like, pride. Pride. So I began to to say, okay, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But here's what we do. We like to ease into things so I was like this hallelujah I was closing my eyes and I was waiting for something to happen like something was gonna happen I was like hallelujah but that wasn't a shout he said shout so then I did like this I was like hallelujah you know when you're obeying the Lord it's kind of like when you tell your kids you know for parents you're like come here Come here doesn't mean stick your head through the door. I'm like, yes, sir. Come here means here. Isn't that fascinating? Because you're like, come here. And they're like, yeah. I'm like, no, come here. And they're like, I'm like, I had to pick them up. Right here. X. come. But that's what we do as believers. The Lord will tell us to do something. And we're like, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And expect supernatural results. So, you know what I had to do? I had to realize this, and I was like, okay, I'm going all out. And I immediately stopped, and I just said, I'm going to shout hallelujah as loud as I can. And I began to do it. You know what I did? The music was loud. I'm not telling y'all, y'all have to be loud. I'm just saying. The music was loud, and I just opened up my mouth, and I was like, hallelujah. And as I began to shout unto God with a voice of triumph, the Spirit of God filled that place. I began to feel a liberty that I had never felt before. God was transforming my life. I'm telling you, your praise is a problem for your problem. If you're looking for renewal in God, open up your mouth and praise Him. If you're looking for breakthrough in God, open up your mouth and bless him. If you're looking to be filled with his spirit, oh, praise him with all that you have. Open up your mouth and glorify him. Get over yourself and magnify him because if it had not been for God, where would you be? He was the one who reached down and picked you up. He was the one who showed up when no one else was there. He was the one who made a way when there was no way. He was the one who forgave you After you said you wouldn't do it again. He was the one who provided for you. He was the one who reached out and picked you up. He was the one who.
0: Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends. Extraordinarychurch.ca We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.